Welcome to the Iron Breed Podcast. My name is Austin, and here again with me today is Gerard. What's going on, everyone? Hope y'all doing good this Friday. We're bringing you an interesting topic. Uh, both me and Austin have lived in a lot of different areas. What we've come to find out is it's not so much the place, it's the people, man. It's the oh. people you got around you. Truly, uh, it's interesting. And I think, you know, one of the coolest things that we'll be able to, this is going to be a large opinion piece on our part, but I think one of the coolest things that we're going to be able to offer you is all the different insights here of what we've learned in living in these different places and kind of like why it's important to go live in different places. And, you know, we're not saying you need to pick up and move your life right now and, uh, but at some point, I feel that it's really important to just kind of get out of your hometown and go experience life somewhere else. So I don't know about you, uh, wherever you may be listening to this right now, you probably grew up in a slightly different place than I did. But I grew up in central Pennsylvania, and like it's a good and fine place, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with it. But, you know, this world is massive, you know, central Pennsylvania is a small blip in the radar of this planet. And there's so many things that go on and happen outside of our neighborhoods, outside of our hometowns that we almost like never know about. You know, there's so many things that we never get exposed to. We never see, you know, our hometowns only have so much. And, you know, maybe if you're one of those people that grew up in a massive city, you have a complete, you'll have a completely different experience than Gerard and I will, because we both grew up in small town, Pennsylvania. So for us being able to go out, and live in these massive cities has been a complete, absolute game changer and an eye opener. It truly, I know for me, it's been like, whoa, what is this? You know, but it's been really cool and it's really changed my life a lot. Um, so, you know, we're going to take some time to go over. Gerard and I have lived in some similar places. Um, and I have visited a lot of cities as well. So I have some insights on what cities I do like and don't like from that I've visited. But um, Gerard, why don't you go first? Let's run through some of the cities that you lived in. And what did you like about them and what did you not like about them? So I, you know, it's funny. Like we talk about, yeah, growing up in central Pennsylvania, uh, I grew up <clears throat> in a state college where Penn State University is located. And, and don't get me wrong, it's, it's a nice area, but it's still like... I would say rural Pennsylvania. Uh, the one thing that I was fortunate with is the opportunity to travel at a very young age. So at a very young age, I got to experience what life was like overseas. I've lived in Germany. I've traveled around. I've been to all over Europe, uh, even a couple countries in Asia. And what thankfully that gave me a perspective on is how we are all so similar and not that different in the ways we live our lives and that, you know, you may be discontent where you're at or you may be content. You may think like, like Oh, if I go someplace, it'll be better. But I've been in a lot of nice places. And what I can always tell you is it's, it's not always going to be the place. It's going to be the people that you're around because when you don't have that, that group, that connection of people around you, 
it oftentimes can, you know, take away from the spot. <laughs> to run through the list real quick of the major areas in the United States I've been at, it would go more of central Pennsylvania, Buffalo, Seattle, Portland, Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. I a lot of traveling and and stops along the way. I've driven across the country twice and down at once on the West Coast. And so you see a lot of it. And, um, you know, I loved where I was at at Buffalo. I, you know, loved where I was at in Seattle. I was somewhat content with where I was at in Portland. <laughs> and I love, I love where I'm at in Phoenix right now. But there were all parts of those places that I really disliked and what I've been able to do and look back on a lot of the times um, it was due to the lack of the people, the lack of the group, the lack of the interactions. And then you add on top, okay, now you look at the actual place and the cost of living and what's available and the weather. Weather was always a huge factor. I mean, growing up in PA, everyone who lives on the East Coast knows that Half your year is terrible weather. We're talking just winter and slush and ice and more of that. And so it really does play a huge part on your mental health. And people don't realize that. Um, As I drink a pumpkin beer. Oh, shit. I'm drinking a beer on the podcast. I know. But um, fall is pretty lit. So of all the things that I do appreciate on the East Coast, fall is number one. And the list is pretty short after that, but fall is number one. Anyway, continue. Fine. Fall is pretty spectacular. So that's another thing is like every area brings its its own benefits, whether it be the actual city, the culture, the food, the environment, or like we kind of mentioned the weather. So it's been interesting uh, to experience all of those. Phoenix has arguably been the hottest place I've ever experienced. I never thought I would live in a desert. It really is different. I just drove through a sandstorm for the first time it's crazy they call it um, a haboob out here it's got a really goofy name but it was terrifying it was interesting but um again just going back to our topic what i found with every single one of these places like where i worked at in buffalo was hard it was challenging at times but what made that so great was the team it was the football players it was the people i was around daily even when i was going through a really hard time there that's what made it. That's what made me love that place. Um, when I got to Seattle, I didn't know anyone. And that was really hard for a big part of the time until I started making connections and meeting some people. And I really, I call my Seattle family because they were so kind and they took me in. One of the places I had a really hard time was, was Portland. Frankly, I don't think I was there long enough to really give, you know, as much of an effort as I could. And that was also, if you listen to some of our previous podcasts, a really challenging time for me, a really tough place to live and go through what I was. Um, and so that's funny. Yeah, I visited Gerard up in Portland and, uh, you know, we hit up um, 
strength union gym and we did a lot of random stuff up in portland you know portland is a straight like you hop off the plane right and you just feel you feel that vibe it's weird but i love it i don't know what it is it is so weird you get you get out of the airport and you're like yeah you're driving gerard was driving me into the city and i'm just like looking around and i'm like man this is a weird place i love it i don't know what it is about portland it's weird but i like that so anyway, I didn't live there though, so I don't have the same experience. But it's weird. Like and the, the, what I found too is was nice with some of the people I I did meet. I, I keep in touch with them, and um, I'm thankful for that. And I'm like, wow, okay, I really did. I, I maybe I, I jumped sh- ship sooner than I could have. I needed to give that place more of a chance, and it's somewhere I'll always want to go back and revisit. Um, but once again, the only reason I'm in Phoenix is because of someone I know, a close friend of mine. And it's, again, what's become the people that are making this area. Now, it's been pretty hard to meet people with COVID-19. That's been a challenge. But yeah. what I, And so I've been feeling that a little bit with this area. But again, what I've found is it's... Um, it's it's the social group. It's the connections you make. It's not so much like oh, I live right next to the Hollywood sign. That's cool. I know some people who do that, and they again they they you know even live in some of the nicest areas. And I think Austin, uh, you should tell them about your uh, how you almost lived in Manhattan story. Wow. Yeah. But first, tell, tell them about all the spots you've been at, Austin. Oh, man. If I had. So I spent most of my life growing up in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania, all over the place. Um, and then fortunately I had the ability to go up to Buffalo. It's really funny. Buffalo was never actually supposed to happen. I was supposed to go to Ohio and, um, you know, there was some sort of issue. So I needed to find a replacement internship that year. And, um, so in my scramble, I almost ended up in Tennessee. I almost ended up in Boston. I almost ended up, uh, there was another school that I almost ended up. It was a weird, oh, it was like in Illinois. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but Buffalo was the first one to call me back and offer me an internship. So I said, all right, we're shipping up to Buffalo for a summer. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Buffalo is ever somewhere I would like live again. Um, the people are super proud of that area though. The people that live there are proud of that area for sure. And I respect them that because not many people are super proud of where they live. So Buffalo, you know, and I mean, I, we were there, Gerard and I were both in Buffalo for a summer, so we can't comment on how horrible the winters can be. Um, I mean, it was humid. It was humid as hell when I was there though. And I'm sure it was, but um, it was the people though. You know what I mean? Most of the people were pretty cool. I mean, honestly, what made it for me was the group of people that I interned with, the coaches I interacted with. Um, I still communicate with some of those on a pretty regular basis now. And a lot of the times it does have to do with the people, even the athletes, you know, Um, you know, Gerard and I, we both know some similar athletes, but I know some athletes that were there before his time. And he knows some athletes that were there after my time. Um, and we all communicate with them to some, some varying degree. So, but that was kind of like my first time living in a different place, like really far from home. 
on my own. I ran into some issues. Like my debit card got hacked and I had no money in my bank account for like two weeks. And like people were paying for me to have gas to come to my internship. And they were giving me um, protein bars and trail mix so I could eat food. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it was a trying time, but we made it work. And then from there, uh, I was fortunate enough to get the opportunity to go to Vegas for another internship. And that sparked a drive across the country. And I took the scenic route for sure. And Vegas for me has a very special place in my heart. Everybody, when they think of Vegas, they think of, um, you know, the strip and all the nightlife and stuff, but Vegas outside of the strip, the strip is like, that's not Vegas. Vegas is the, it, I mean, it is an oasis in the middle of nowhere. Anything you could ever want or imagine is in that city. But for me, that was the furthest I've ever been away from home. And I had to like really figure it out, like how to live on my own. And I had a huge, 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 huge mental breakdown when I was out there. I actually one day almost packed up my shit and started driving back to Pennsylvania because I was dealing with so much anxiety, like trying to cope with being out that far for the first time. It was unreal. Like you could ask a few select people and like, I would be like FaceTiming them on like a daily basis, like freaking out because I don't know what, like how I'm going to do it and whatever. And that's where I really like decided to make a change in my life and started doing like a lot of different things and implementing a lot of different changes in my life. And my life has forever been changed by that trip. Vegas as hot as hell. I mean, there was like, I mean, it's hot. It's there's, there's no way around it. And my car's AC at the time did not work. Uh, bless the Merc. May it rest in peace forever. But you know, we, we went across the country and back, but you know, it, uh, it was not equipped for Vegas summer. And so that was pretty brutal, but I'm super forever thankful, but I didn't know anybody, you know, I, but I made some friends and like, I still keep in touch with some people from out there. Uh, I was fortunate that my boss was, you know, super nice and included me to all of his and his family's cheat meals, you know? So it was, I mean, it was great for me to be able to have that experience to just have somebody that I could even hang out with, um, you know, but I had to make friends and I was in a lot different place mentally than I am now. So if I were to go there again now and live there, it would be a completely different ballgame than the first time. Um, but I loved it there. Uh, 12 out of 10 would live again. Um, from there, you know, back to Pennsylvania, finished my master's degree. And then I got the opportunity to move down to Dallas. However, before that, I actually had a job opportunity in Manhattan. And I turned it down before I even knew that I was going to have a job offer in Dallas. Um, mainly because I spent a day walking around Manhattan one, I didn't really want to give up my car to live in New York City and have to take public transport every day. I wasn't super thrilled about that concept, if we're being completely honest. And I wasn't also really thrilled about how the cost of living in New York. But I spent a day, I had a job interview, and I hung out with a friend in Manhattan that day. I spent a day walking around Manhattan all day long. I mean, it's pretty long Island, right? It's not long Island, but it's a relatively long place. So, so anyway, I was walking up and down and not a single person said hi to me. Nobody looked at me. People wouldn't make eye contact with you. And I was just like, man, people here are dicks. I don't know if I really want to live here. 
And I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan. I'm like, if I live in New York, I'm going to be a season ticket holder and I go to Mets games all the time. And I was even like, nah, I can't live here. Like, no way. This is not the place for me. So as uh, the story would uh, unfold, I ended up moving to Dallas. And it's actually really funny. Um, from my previous experience of driving around the country and stuff, I hated Dallas. Dallas was one of my least favorite places outside of Houston. Houston was even worse. But Dallas was one of my least favorite places of the entire trip. And I'm like, ugh, I'm going to go live in Dallas now? Ugh, Texas? Ugh, I don't know about that. Well, guess what? I fucking love Texas. Texas is one of my favorite states in this country. I am a lifelong Stars fan now. I mean, my life forever has been changed by living in Dallas. And, like, my life was even in a super rough place. Like, mentally, I, you know, I went through a lot there. And it still doesn't shape the fact that I still love that place. And, I mean, if you can see my wall behind me, it is completely dedicated to the Stars, who are also on the TV right now. Like, not that that's relevant. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, some of the closest friends that I've met, and I still talk to, I don't, I haven't lived there for like almost a year now, and I still talk to on like a daily basis, are all in Dallas. And, you know, it's hot, it's hot, it gets a little humid. The cost of living is ideal, though. I mean, that, you can't beat the cost of living. Um, there's so much to do, and, you know, there's so many different opportunities. There's, 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 I mean, now granted, Texas is a big state, so, and it's pretty flat and there's, you know, there's no like mountains or hiking and then, you know, seasons don't really happen as much there. So if you like seasons, then maybe you're more of an East coast person um, or a California person or something. Well, California doesn't really have seasons, but it's so beautiful that I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just really, really, really liked it. And I 12 out of 10 would live in Dallas again. And I hope that I get the opportunity to do so again. Um, from there, I moved to Baltimore. I can honestly say Baltimore was not uh, super high on my list of places, but for some reason, I said to myself, if I'm going to move back to the East Coast, Baltimore is one of the only cities that I'm willing to go because it's at least close to my family. Uh, hindsight 2020, Baltimore is hit or miss. There's um, nice areas and there's not so nice areas. I did not live in a very nice area. It was a more so not so nice area. And um, you know what, though? Everybody that I met in that area, for the most part, was pretty damn cool. It was pretty damn cool. And even though it wasn't a super nice area, a lot of the people that I met in Maryland have been really, really cool. And I have actually really enjoyed that part of it. And I'm sure if I lived in a slightly nicer area of Maryland or Baltimore or what have you, that I'd probably have a slightly different opinion of it. Um, but I do like it, and I don't, I don't have any issues with Maryland now. I've been living in Alexandria for the last two months. And this is actually where I live now. It's probably the nicest place I've ever lived. And, you know, I like it. But there's something about this East Coast major city being close to D.C. area that, um, as far as interacting with people, has made it a little bit less than ideal or less favorable. Uh I'm still trying to figure that out maybe. And I haven't been here very long. So it's been trying, it's been a process trying to figure all of that out, honestly, but it's been interesting, man. It's been really, really interesting. Um, there's some, something in the air or maybe it's something in the water that these people are drinking. Um, but you know, 
in Dallas, I could go into a grocery store. Same deal as Vegas. I could go into a grocery store and have a conversation with a random ass person. They come up and be like, damn, what do you eat? I need to eat like you. I mean, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's talk about it. Like, let's talk about your diet. Like, what's your diet look like? Like, what are you doing? Like, let me give you some tips real quick here. That shit doesn't happen up here. You know what I mean? Like, I try to make small talk with somebody, like the cash register and uh, like the cashier, and they're like, oh, somebody's actually asking me, like, how my day's going? Like, crazy. I'm like, yeah, like, how you doing? Like, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't meant to be an East Coaster, but there's something about the East Coast where it's just so... I don't know. You have to go out West to experience what a different style of living and life it is out there to truly appreciate it and understand the difference between the East and the West coast. Um, but you know, most people on the East coast take offense to that. They really do. Cause they hate the West. Coast. I think the West coast is a bunch of hippies that just get high all day and want free shit, which is partly true, but not completely true. Um, it's just a completely different vibe. I mean, you step off the airport, you know, off the plane in California and it's just a completely different feeling. Um, I would totally live in that state if it wasn't so damn expensive, but it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that it's just, you know, and that comes with the area. It's funny. Like the, yeah, you see a lot of times East coasters will take offense to that. And it's funny being two East coasters. It's like, we know it. We grew up in that, like every every day every every day and uh, even in like a rural area like central pennsylvania you still get a bit of that maybe you're more likely to talk to someone because it's so you know much smaller that you know people or see people or know people through other people um but overall it is pretty much that's the the tone the vibe i didn't i can't believe i was born in georgia i was born in the south i really really didn't live there long enough to know or remember much people always tell me like oh where'd you get your accent couldn't tell you but i got a chance to uh go to new orleans and oh, we're gonna talk about one area it that has my heart new orleans is crazy absolutely love it i've never been to an area where people have just had just the kindness of their heart been so nice so i'll never forget i was on a uh, sidewalk just, you know, people watching, just enjoying the day. This woman comes up and she says, what? Is the ice cream not good enough for you? I was like, me? Yeah, the ice cream not good enough for you. I was like, what ice cream? It's like that shop right behind you. Come on. And she just walked in the door. And I was kind of like, uh, no, I'm good. She said, no, no, you got to try. If you're from out of town, you got to try. And she walked in. She bought me this huge Sunday. She said, all right, enjoy. And just walked, walked away. I never got her name. I could barely even say thank you as she was running down the street. But I was like, dang, where, where does that happen? That you can live somewhere <laughs> or visit somewhere. And someone just buys you some ice cream off the street. Uh, my experience. Go ahead. My favorite New Orleans story. Devin and I were in New Orleans as we were coming back from Vegas. And uh, I go in this one gas station and the gas station attendant says to me, you're not from here, are you? I'm like, no. Nah. And she's and she's like, well, you're in the wrong gas station, sweetie. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's 
So I was like, oh, okay, which one should I go to? She's like, go two miles down the road and make a left. I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> so nice. That is nice. Uh, we had that happen in uh, Jersey when uh, we went on a, it was funny, it was like an all-school field trip in high school, and I forget the bus driver got lost. He dropped us off somewhere in Jersey. We are actually going to a, a Devils game. And um, uh, same thing, we like went to McDonald's real quick, you know, get some food. <laughs> so the lady said the same thing. She said, y'all really shouldn't be in this area. And we, I'll never forget the, the, the uh, instructor was like, uh, what? Like, okay. How far are we, are we from the stadium? So we quick walked out, went around, but I don't know. I've been in a lot. Of, I, I have a saying, whenever you go to a city, you got to go to the worst place and the best place. And you'll really get an idea of the city. So I truthfully do try to do that. Um, every city I've gone to, I've been in the, some of the crappiest places in Seattle and some of the nicest places. I've seen Portland Heights and then driven over to the part of town where you really don't want to be over there at that time of night. I did the same thing when I went to Phoenix, uh, Buffalo. Whew. You want to talk about like, there's some really nice parts of Buffalo. And then you can go over to South Side Buffalo and it looks like you're in a completely different area. Um, but that's how you really get a good perspective of where you're at. Um, I think we should really get into real quick the importance of moving, experiencing. We've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Here's the thing, like your people might be where you're at right now. You might live around your family, all your friends, like you're in your area, you're good. But how will you ever branch out? How will you ever grow? How will you ever know if you don't go out and experience that? It is a skill. It's something that you can learn and acquire because it's tough. It's hard. Like the first six months being in some place completely brand new. Oh my God. There are some days where you're just by yourself where you're living, but it forces you to adapt. It forces you to get out, to meet people, to maybe go out of your comfort zone. Um, and it also shows you that you can live in somewhere that we weren't comfortable with for the first time yeah. and actually have an amazing experience. There's nothing like per the personal growth that comes from picking up your life, moving thousands of miles away from anybody you know and saying good luck time to start over I don't know you know I've done it three times now and each time it gets a little bit easier I mean it does still kind of suck though because it literally seems every time I finally start to make some friends and finally start to like get you know my bearings on where I'm at and what I'm doing and my routine and my city I pick up and move again. I wouldn't trade it. And honestly, I'm probably going to pick up and move again too. So it is what, you know, I'm being real. I mean, I'd say when I moved here, I was like, oh, I'm not moving for a while. And I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. I know I'm going to be moving at something. <laughs> so, um, but that, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, I, I've gained, I could not, I, let me put it this way. I could not imagine who I would be or where I would be and what I'd be doing if I didn't make those moves. And even the moves that I didn't want to make, like leaving Dallas, leaving Dallas was so hard, so hard. I did not 
want to leave Dallas at all. But you know what? I left and life has unfolded in such a way that like with who I am right now, I could not be any happier or prouder because I have had to adapt and overcome so much since that move. And uh, so I really encourage you to go out of your comfort zone and do the same, you know, Um, don't be afraid to pick up and move to an area that you've never been. Well, maybe go check it out first. You know, that'd probably be a good idea. I never checked the, I mean, outside of like, you know, me having been in Dallas, I never checked out the area that I moved to. Um, twice I have moved into places without, uh, moved into apartments without ever seeing them in person. Kind of hard to do that when you're not there and you don't want to fly down to do that. So just take yeah, I I I flew to Seattle once and was like, all right, let's do it. Um, didn't see where I was at in Portland. I was like, all right, let's do it. And then uh, same thing with Phoenix. I had I didn't even know anything about Phoenix, and I was like, all right, well, let's do it. So I recommend you put a little more forethought and effort into oh, for, for researching definitely. your areas. Yeah, but if anything, we can say is um. The boots on the ground, almost kind of winging method, it forces you to grow. It forces you to adapt to your new area. And as we are living proof, it works out. And I, this one last thing. If you're scared to do it because you don't know what's going to happen or because you might fail, what's the worst thing that happens? You go back home and you start off again. Well, I felt the same way. Guess what? I have yet to move back home, and honestly, I've been doing way better ever since. So bet on yourself. Bet on the opportunities. If the opportunity's there, don't squander that shit, because one day you're going to die and think, damn, I really wish I would have went out and I would have seen way more. Don't be like that. true, people. It's a big world. It's a big world. Don't be afraid to get out and go see it. I know. We've got a ton travel ideas that we want to do. I mean, I've done a lot of traveling in this country, but I'm like starting to look outwards. Um, I know Gerard is too. So my goal is always to get back out. Once you see it, once you realize that this, you know, bubble we live in in the United States, it's great. It's amazing. But uh, there are so many wonderful places in the world and so many people that you don't even know can't wait to meet you. So, on that note, people, ooh, we got some apparel dropping. We're going to, you know, keep a, keep you in touch with what we got going on with all that. It is but live now, though. Always. Very much. I mean, oh, no, you're not wearing the Iron Breed tank. But you can wear oh, it. Oh, dubs. Dubs. Dallas with dubs. Dallas with dubs. Me, let's go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, but we have apparel. Go check it out, please. Uh, we didn't do a Labor Day sale or anything. We just launched it. Um, but feel free to check it out. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you think. Our apparel is very nice. It's crisp. It's clean. And it's meant for everybody. So check it out, please. I give, I give it a 10 out of 10. Full bias. <laughs> Only a little bit biased. All right. <laughs> All right, it's been real. Uh, I know this was really opinionated, but I hope that you learned a little bit from the opinions that we shared and maybe found a new city that you want to go check out. 
Um, as always, hit us up with any questions, any ideas, any topics, any comments. Uh, we always love to hear from you. And thanks again for listening to Every Podcast.